0: Welcome to the Gather Houston podcast. We are a Christian community practicing the way of Jesus in all parts of life and for the good of all people. Thank you for joining us today. So uh, you probably know the last couple of weeks, this season after Easter, uh, we've been talking about prayer. And... Um, More specifically, the Lord's Prayer, the the teaching that that Jesus gives us about prayer in the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, we thought it was perfect for Easter because this season, uh, these weeks after the Easter day, the Easter holiday, uh, this season is meant to be a a season of renewal and hope. And um, many of us, most of us, uh, need some renewal and some hope when it comes to our our prayer life, our, our prayer journey. Uh, many of us, most of us, uh, don't feel very confident or comfortable in our prayers, uh, and, and many of us, because we don't feel confident or comfortable, we just don't participate very much, and then we feel guilty, and uh, and so we're, we're trying to, to to give you, uh, hopefully, a little bit of hope in these prayers and a little bit of renewal uh, in your prayer life by looking uh, at this simple prayer that Jesus gives gives us uh, in in the book of Matthew. And last week, uh, Andre looked at verse 10, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he encouraged us to pray, your kingdom come, that this is the formation Practice that we would pray for God's kingdom to come because though the goodness uh, and the beauty of the kingdom are not uh, fully our reality, the kingdom could be here and should be here. And um, we're talking about this prayer as a formation practice, that that prayer is meant to form us, that Jesus doesn't give us this prayer as kind of a Uh, how-to. It's a reminder that prayer forms us. And so today, we're, we're looking at verse 11 in this uh, prayer. It's very short. Uh, verse 11 says this, uh, Give us today our daily bread. That's it. Give us today our daily bread. Today. Daily. Today. Daily. In prayer, we are formed by being present on this day. Being Present, right? No, notice what what Jesus doesn't say here. Give us today uh, what we need for the rest of our life, and we'll self distribute it over time. Right? He doesn't pray that. Give us today, right now, right? In prayer, we are formed by being and staying present. That's what Jesus is showing us here. That's what the model gives us. That prayer is a practice in being here, now, and showing up in real presence all the way here, today, daily. In the next two verses in uh, 12 and 13, uh, Jesus points to our past and our future. It's not like he, he doesn't address those in our, in our prayers, right? So right after we pray, give us today our daily, break, our daily bread, we pray, forgive us our sins and uh, lead us not into temptation. So deliver us from our past and lead us uh, not into temptation. So our past in our future. And those things have a place in prayer. There is no doubt about it. We often pray those kind of prayers. In fact, I think we're pretty good typically at those prayers. That's what we're good at, right? God, uh, forgive me for what I did yesterday and uh, help me with what I have tomorrow, right? I, I really blew it and I hope it goes well tomorrow. God, forgive me and protect me. We're, we're pretty good at past prayers. For Forgive me. We, we're okay with those. And, and we're particularly good at uh, God, help me in my future we're we're particularly good at those, but uh, in this form, this model that that Jesus uh, gives us of prayer, it starts with today so it doesn 't start with the future prayers or or the past prayers. it starts with being all the way present today. be here now right if we only pray about our past or only pray about our future, we miss. Actually, being present with God. We we miss showing up in the moment. It's the difference between uh, your kids asking for help and your kids climbing up in your lap just to be with you. Prayer is a practice uh, of being present in the moment here, daily bread. That's the point that we would show up daily in total presence, in total awareness. And I, I think that that uh, this prayer in particular, the Lord's Prayer that we know, I think the Lord's Prayer is one of the tools, the, the, the Lord's Prayer in totality is one of the tools that Jesus helps us to stay present in prayer. And um, this prayer that Jesus gives us is a poem. And um, maybe you're really into poetry. Poetry typically is not My thing. I don't read a lot of poetry on my own. Uh, But the Bible is one third poetry. So, of, of the Bible, a third of it is poetry. Which we don't typically think of the Bible as poetry, but a third of it is poetry, and this prayer that Jesus gives us is in the form of Hebrew poetry. So it's in these couplets that are statement and elaboration. They're parallel statements. That's how much of the Psalms are. If you open your Bible, you'll you'll see the Psalms aren't written in big paragraphs. Just like this, uh, uh, this prayer isn't in these long paragraphs. It's in these little couplets, like "Our Father in Heaven." Hallowed be your name. It's a statement and an elaboration displaying one point. It's poetry and art. And uh, biblical poetry, um, it, it, I'm going to talk about biblical poetry for a second, so just stick with me, because I think understanding all of biblical poetry helps us understand Jesus giving us a poem here. And biblical poetry isn't meant to be um, prescriptive. It's not how-to, and it's not usually descriptive. Uh, Biblical poetry, like much of good art, is experiential. It's meant to kind of wash over you. It's metaphor and beauty. It's art, and it's meant to be experienced. And in that experience, like most of good art, it wakes us up to the present moment. It kind of shakes us out. Of being worried about our past, or worried about our future, it just wakes us up to the present moment. That's what good art does. That's what poetry does. You guys, uh, you guys probably know the story in Exodus of the Red Sea splitting into two, and the Israelites, God, God's people, walking through the waters that have split. Um, to safety. You probably know that story, but you may not know that in Exodus it gives, it tells us that story as a narrative. In Exodus chapter 14 it just tells it, and then in Exodus chapter 15 it gives it as a poem. And I think just seeing some biblical poetry might help us today. I know that uh, when you heard uh, I was talking about prayer today, you didn't think you were going to get a biblical poetry lesson. And I'm sorry, but we're getting into it. So in Exodus 14, it just tells us what happens in the story. It says the waters were divided and the Israelites went through on dry land. Okay, it's just descriptive. It's just a narrative. And then in Exodus 15, they retell it as a poem. And it says, O Lord, by the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up surging waters stood like a wall deep waters congealed in the heart of the sea you see the difference the first one says the waters divided and they walk through the second one says by the blast of the nostrils of god the water turned into jello it's an image it paints a picture in your mind it's an experience to wash over you it wakes you up you say well that's different that's not what i was expecting it's a it's a metaphor some of us aren't really comfortable with metaphor our American minds don't work in metaphor quite as much but this is a metaphor it's not a historical account it's an it's a whole experience and the Lord's prayer that he gives that Jesus gives us in the middle of the Sermon on the mount is meant to be an experience that washes over us and wakes us up to the present moment moment give us today our daily bread it's not a statement about eating bread it's not a statement about car it's a metaphor that wakes us up to the present moment with God. It's about being here now. It's not a how-to, it's an experience, and it forms and it shapes us to being more present with God, to be here now. You may remember live concerts, going to live music. Those were fun, right? I miss those. I hope that's back soon. And um, there is always a group of people at a really good concert. Usually that group of people is standing like right in front of me the, the entire time who film the concert on their phones. So they're like kind of listening to the music. And they're trying to get the perfect angle where the stage lights don't block everything, and they're filming the entire time. If you're the person who films an entire concert on your phone, uh, this message is for you, okay? You're not gonna watch the concert later, Uh, the quality isn't very good. The whole point is to be here now. The person filming the concert on on their phone isn't awake to the present moment. They're thinking about how good it's going to be to watch it later, and it would be way better if they would just put their phone down. The Lord's Prayer is a good piece of art. It's poetry that invites us to wake up to this present moment, to be here now. It's an experience to enjoy, to let it wash over you in totality. It's about being with. It's not about being right. It's an invitation to wake up, to show up, to be present. It's daily bread. Give us today our daily bread. Wake us up to this present moment. And gather, this is good news for us because we don't have to get it perfectly right. All we have to do is show up. Show up. Be present. Let the experience wash over us. Stop filming the concert and be here now. So, for you, do you uh, struggle to be present in your prayers? You struggle to to focus on the present moment, to being with God? Do you you struggle with that? Are most of your prayers about the past or the future? And in general, do you struggle with just being present in your life? Are Are you the person filming the concert? Do you struggle um, to, to really be awake to the moment you're in? Are you constantly thinking about your past or your future? Maybe just think about the last uh, conversation you had with someone. Were you, were you really listening to them? Were you thinking about the next meeting you had? or What you should have gotten done before you showed up there? How present are you? And some people may think of this idea, especially related to prayer, some people may think of this idea as, uh, as mindfulness. That's a, that's a very, uh, it's a popular idea right now. And that works for me. If you want to think about this as mindfulness, I think that's helpful. Uh, mindfulness is about being fully present in the moment you are in. It's about fully experiencing the present moment. And I think that's what, I think that's what Jesus is inviting us to. Fully experiencing the present moment with God. And so for you, how could you fully experience the present moment of prayer? How could you be with God? You know, I think many of us could benefit from practicing silence in our prayers. Like we, don't have, we can't think of anything to say, so we just talk about like the next few days or, we're like, or we pray for our you know, second cousin's ex-girlfriend's dog or whatever thing we saw on Facebook that morning, uh, we, we, we're not sure what to, what to say. And, and maybe a good practice for you uh, would be to, to just be quiet, to try to be with, to let an experience wash over you. You know, They say you can measure the depth of a relationship by the length of its silences. And maybe with God, you could just be quiet and be still. Maybe try one minute a day. Maybe that could help wake you up to the present moment. Prayer is a practice in being here. Here now, all the way here. Give us today our daily bread. You are invited, gather, to be here now. A few years ago, I sat with a dad in a hospital waiting room. Uh, I've done this, uh, I, you know. I've sat with lots of people in the hospital, but this was different. It was about uh, it was about 4 a.m. I couldn't sleep, and so I went up to be uh, with this dad. Um, the The evening before, this this man had found out that his son uh, wasn't going to make it through the next 24 hours. And so um, we, we sat together in the hospital waiting room, both knowing what the day uh, would have for us. And uh, we talked in, in those hours about the people that would be coming, the, the dozens of people that would show up to the hospital uh, with food and support and prayers and who, who wanted to help. It was just him and I at 4 a.m., but we knew there was a crowd Uh, coming on its way. And before they all got there that morning, uh, this dad, this father, uh, he turned to me and he said, uh, Josh, uh, make sure that everyone knows, that all those people who are coming today, make sure that everyone knows uh, not to be nervous to speak to us. Tell them that they can't say the wrong thing. Nothing will offend me or surprise me. Make sure they know I'm just really glad they're here. Gather, I want you to know that that's how God feels about us. That we can't say the wrong thing. That nothing can offend or surprise Him. That we don't have to form the perfect prayer. That we don't have to be right. He just wants us to be with Him. He's just really glad we're here. And the invitation is to actually show up to not be in the next day or the next week or the next year, to not live in your past, but to show up with God. And so gather, show up this week. Maybe it's one minute a day, but show up. Show up before you speak up. Get present in the moment. The creator of the universe, ultimate reality invites you into his presence because he just wants to be with you. And so, gather, this is my prayer for you this week. Accept God's invitation and show up. Before you speak up, before you perform, before the shame or anxiety kick in, just show up with God. Trust that you can't get it wrong and let the experience of God's presence wash over you. Accept your acceptance. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in Gather, check out our website at gatherhouston.org or visit us on Sunday at 10 a.m.